What is going on you guys and welcome back to another video. If you're new to the channel here, my name is Brandon, this is Mark, and we're doing our portfolio review series. This is our monthly update that we're doing. Mm -hmm. Pretty much once a month we've been hitting it, maybe a little delay here and there, but this one's better because we're here together in person. And we're basically gonna be diving into our Wall Simple Trade portfolio as well as the Quest Trade portfolio that we started like literally a year ago. It was uh, May of 2021, so as we're filming today, so near end of April, so yeah, it's been about a, a year practically. A full year, and yeah, it's. Um, I think it's a good time to talk about this because clearly the market's like we were looking at today. I mean, the Dow was down what a thousand points close today. Dow yeah, was down, yeah, and yeah. that's just been the case over the past little while. I actually posted a video this morning. I don't know if you saw that or not. I did, mm -hmm. but I'm um, just talking about my personal TFSA. These are obviously two accounts that we were building up publicly for you guys just to kind of follow along with and showcase maybe a couple different strategies, more or less. Well, and with the markets having been rocky well basically year to date but especially with this big drop today um, when we started this we made the decision instead of having one portfolio to go with two mm -hmm, so we had mm -hmm. we had a a, a a wealth simple account which is has a balanced mandate and we have a quest trade account which has a more aggressive mandate and it's timely and interesting to to compare the two and that was one of the objectives that we set out in theory at least over a period of time you should see a different path you know the the uh the more aggressive strategy if all goes well, 10 years down the road should should outperform the wealth, the wealth simple balance mandate. But the path is going to be quite different. Mm -hmm. And we're going to see that today when we when we're looking at the performance. So let's call it almost a year between the two. Let's just call styles. it a year for yeah. simplicity purposes. Yeah. And yeah, like that's that's it's such a fascinating way to look at it because I'll pop up my screen there for you guys. Basically, this is our dividend portfolio, more balanced approach that we were aiming for. And as we can see, this one has held held up through this downturn. We have an all-time performance up at 6.15%, a gain of about $1,900. Yeah. Now, if we were to compare that over to the Quest Trade portfolio, which again was our more aggressive portfolio, well, what we see here is that the all-time profit and loss or PNL actually is down 7.65%, a loss of about $2,300. And if we look at this, and given the given the way the markets have been lately, this is what I would expect to see. And if we if we rewound the clock or looked at some of the videos from say three or four well, before the end of the uh, before the end of 2021, so let's say f six months ago, we saw kind of the opposite. And mm -hmm. it wasn't the wealth simple balanced portfolio uh, wasn't in you know underwater, but it wasn't growing to the same extent that the uh, that the more aggressive one was, right? So which is exactly what you'd expect. And again, if you guys are just following along, we'll go through the positions here mm -hmm. because that will basically. I think do a good job of depicting like why we're seeing these various swings. Um, it's, it is interesting. I think we'll see here how in the more balanced portfolio, uh, there are some that are down over the year, but most up and in the quest trade, it's more of a 50-50 mm -hmm. uh, balance there. About, about exactly that. And um, yeah, to start off, these do go in alphabetical order. So we have Adobe, which is one of the poor performers. So this one is uh, down 21%. This one is a growth stock, really, at the yeah. end of the day. But we did decide, you know, just because we have a balanced mandate, that doesn't mean that every single stock in there had to tick that off that category. It was... Yeah, well, balanced doesn't mean conservative, mm -hmm. right? It, it means balanced. So if you have a portfolio of all growth-oriented aggressive holdings, well, then you're going to have a growth portfolio. Uh, I believe that in any portfolio, regardless of how old you are, if you're going to have a balanced portfolio, you're mm -hmm. going to have some, uh, you know, a lot of the core. You know, we have a lot of the consumer staple type things here, the dividend payers for sure. But uh, you... There's still room for tech. There's st it just depends on the weighting you uh, kind of allocate there. Like there's, on that topic, there's a lot yeah, of, yeah. you know, a lot of older investors 
typically older investors who we either speak with through our program or whatever, and they just feel that because they're old that they don't need exposure to tech. Now, there, there are certain investors where that is the case, but in a portfolio, mm-hmm. as mentioned, like it doesn't mean that just because you're a balanced investor, you can't go and invest in tech. Or even if you're a conservative investor, you can absolutely have maybe a tech holding or two, assuming it makes sense. And I, and I would say for some people who, I mean, most investors I've found over the years, you you want that element. I mean, investing can be exciting. I mean, a lot of people say it should be boring, but if you're if you're into it, you want to you want to see those gains. So uh, again, you have that sort of that you know the core and explore. So you got the core of your portfolio. You can just count on year in year out. And then yeah, whether it's tech or whether it's uh, uh, you know the energy sector or any sector that's more volatile. Um, Absolutely. And that's what we're seeing here. Perfect example. Well, Adobe aside, um, Bell has been a strong performer for us, up 22%. British American Tobacco, another one up 16.76%. Uh, Canadian Apartment REITs, Care.UN, one of the two REITs that we added. In fact, I think we only added one REIT in this portfolio, but one this year, one is yeah. one of the ones that's down nearly 10 Clorox down 5.8%. Now, this stock, for those that recall, was it was down even more than that at one point. Yeah. I think it was down closer to 20%. Uh, but we did end up averaging down and kind of adding to more of our, and we can even see here from the position size, like we have a pretty significant size in Clorox because we've been essentially buying on the way down relative to the others. Yes. But um, sitting today at down 5.8%, Canadian National Railway up 19, Campbell Soup up 10, Canadian Utilities up 12, Ambridge up 21, Johnson & Johnson up 11, Coca-Cola up 23%. It's funny to me, like these, these I just listed a bunch of names. And a lot of people would just go as far as saying those are the boring old names, a Campbell Soup, a Coca-Cola, Canadian National Railway, but they're just steady trucking along for us. Well, 15, 20% gains, and it's just... Uh, they are, and I mean, there's we have a generational difference uh, between the two of us, and so I'm used to... Maybe only... those aren't boring to you. Maybe those are actually the exciting ones to you. Well, the, yeah, they're not exciting at all, but the, but my, you know, my at, at my stage as an investor... Uh, my mandate is different from yours, and so I don't. I don't find these companies boring, but I do know a lot of the viewers would find those boring. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm curious if you maybe leave a comment if you're one of the people who, over the last, well, up until over the last few months, have said boring, 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 boring. But now we see, uh, while the markets have taken a turn, which they inevitably will. Yeah. Are they boring now, or you know, is there? Do you see a role that these play in a portfolio? It's. It's funny when I see on YouTube, uh, again, just following kind of some other YouTubers and whatnot, they're all into the the high flyers, the fast growers, <laughs> and the stocks that are now down 30, 40, 50, like 60, yeah. some, in some cases, 70%. Mm-hmm. And they'll just say, oh, there's a shift going on into the cons- into the bo- like the consumer staple stocks, yeah, the consumer yeah, defense yeah. stocks. It's like, value stocks. And it's value. like, that's where all the money's flowing. It's like, it's just kind of, I don't know. Well, it, but it does do that. And the money flows, and it's always boggled my mind how... The, the money managers, the, you know, because whatever we buy or sell isn't going to affect the market, but, you know, the, the big, big guys, they do. And they they make these decisions which seem to be short-term in well, they nature. Are. They really are. Um, and yet, you know, will espouse a, a long-term outlook. So it's very interesting. But again, just going back to where we started, Brandon, the purpose that we even started this series was to go through the real life example of managing portfolios. And I'm really glad in hindsight that we did decide to split it into two. Me too. Uh, yeah. Me but. too. And yeah, because like these, like you said, we've gone through these. I think I stopped off at Manulife. Manulife was another stock that if you've been following was down 
and we've managed to see green in this position just by buying in lower. Uh, Merck's done quite well, up 18%. Our bond fund is down 8%. QSR is essentially flat. Uh, Rogers Communications up 22%. Royal Bank up 5.6%. TD up 12.2%. And then Unilever is one of the other ones, the handful that is down in this account. But and I know we've been buying into that too. And right? we've been buying into this one right now, like building up this position. That That's a good point. Yeah, we actually didn't prepare for this video our recent buys, which is unfortunate. Sorry about that, guys. We just didn't prepare it. Um, but we have been buying s some stocks, yeah. and that that's a good Unilever is a good example of that. But like you said, all time um, resulting in a gain of about six percent. Let's toggle over to the Questrade portfolio and take a look at this. And I will just share. I know I've shared this with you guys before, but for those that want to just skip over, I mean not skip over, but to change the viewing, you can always go here to all platforms. And then from here, go to Questrade Edge and then click Add Questrade Edge. Now, personally for me, because I've been using Questrade for years, this is what I've been more comfortable with. And I just think you get so much more details than that original page, but just like that. After it loads up, you'll be back to your original page here. And um, if we go over to our positions tab, well, this is exactly what we were talking about. Uh, a handful more of stocks in the red. Like you said, just looking at this, it's about a 50-50 decline. And it's funny, they're they're up and down in about the similar proportions, right? Um, Apple's up 27% for us. Um, our REIT here is essentially flat, one, down 1.46%. Baba's, as we know, is down 30%. Our bond fund is down 10%. Disney has been a poor performer, down 30%, and they're going through all sorts of stuff. All kinds of yeah issues there with their, with their governor. Facebook, <laughs> another one down 32%. And uh, we had bought this just before that big sell-off. Like there was that big drop in Facebook a while back. Well, we had actually owned Facebook prior to that. FedEx down eight or 9%. And then we have Google, Johnson Johnson, Lockheed Martin, Pfizer, and Suncor uh, in the green. Tencent down 23%. And then TD Bank, again, we've held in both accounts. But um, a, a, a much more mixed in this portfolio, no doubt. Certainly uh, more divergence on returns. Again, that's kind of what you'd expect. I, I do find it interesting in uh, there, of course, in the balance mandate, there were uh, negative returns, but you can see here, I think the, the divergence, mm -hmm. uh, which, you know, these are, these are uh, probably, we would expect these types of companies, at least all of them. But then you look here uh, for J&J, &J, for example. I mean, I, I don't expect J&J &J to be a, an overly uh, volatile stock. You know, it's, it's up a little bit here, like 11% over the year. Mm -hmm. And and we didn't buy all of these a year ago. You mm -hmm. know, so we started off with, I think, $20,000 cash in each account and then have been managing it. So it took us probably three or four months to get ramped up to our full equity weighting. Uh, so, so, yeah, um, all in all, a kind of think of something that you'd expect this to mm -hmm. play out. I think so too. And um, yeah, that's kind of a look at what the portfolios are looking like. I will just say that um, thank you to Passive for sponsoring today's video. And Passive is a tool, as you can see here, like we're literally up in the dashboard. We've already got our predetermined asset allocation set in terms of how much we want. And they essentially monitor this for us and tell us, well, if we want to get back onto our targets, what is what needs to be done? And again, these targets can all be set to whatever you want. But in our case, a couple of our better performing stocks like Lockheed Martin, which had done well since pretty much the war, the war honestly. <laughs> and then um, Suncor, well, it's saying these stocks may call for a trim just to get back to what we had as our designated targets. And then with some of our other stocks, it's not that they have gone down, 
but um, we've just allocated more saying we are underweight in various reason for various reasons. It could be that the stock has fallen or we're just simply underweight. Well, very, 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 um, I believe useful tool and it is completely free to use to be able to do this. Well, and I'll, I'll just throw in here when I was working as a professional portfolio manager, these are the types of tools that we used. I mean, imagine if you're working with a bunch of clients with you know all kinds of accounts, doing the math would you know fry you your brain. You can't. I mean, maybe if you have one portfolio for yourself as an investor, it's fine. But like you said, as yeah. you get when it gets more complex, you need to have these kind of crutches that that help you out. Yeah. So this this is very helpful. I mean, I, I'll just leave it at that. I guess when you look at say here's our targets and this just does the math. Uh, I can't emphasize how. To me, how valuable that is. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, and we're not in a position right now where we. I mean, we're actually filming this after the markets are closed, so it's two thirty-five that we're filming this here on the west coast. The west coast, but um, yeah, we're not going to be placing any trades, at least not now. Uh, maybe in the upcoming week, but this can be a really good indicator of what you know. Maybe where are the where are the ideas that we should be bumping up, right? Again, just one of the many tools that we have. But honestly, that's kind of like what I wanted to review um, for today. I, we talk about a little, we can talk about a lot of other things now that you're here. I mean, now that you're, here. yeah, I, I, I am curious. I am legitimately curious as to uh, with what we've gone through. And when I started, you know, putting videos on the channel with you a year ago, Brandon, we were in that strong bull market, and understandably, understandably, under, did I just say that? <laughs> understandably, thank you. There was a lot of like you. You talked about it. Boring is boring. It's you know why would you own those? by the growth stocks. Now, uh, uh, being humble is a big part of being a successful investor. And I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of investors who are kind of learning maybe a bit of a harsh lesson right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm, you know, I'm always uh, curious as to the feedback and uh, you know, if that's- don't, Yeah, don't hesitate to share. Like on, my, on the video I posted this morning, like people were, a lot of them were saying whether well, they're in a similar boat with their markets, with their shares down, but some were saying like mo way more significantly than what I, what I was sharing in my account. And like, especially if you are a new investor, it, a lot of them are feeling these, 30, 40, 50, 60% drops amongst their entire portfolio, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's, um, I mean, that's what you want to avoid first and foremost. I hope that this portfolio challenge is like displaying for you. Like, I mean, the well simple trade portfolio, obviously we'd rather just be making a ton of money every single year, but to even be posting a 6% gain, just given the environment that we're in, to me, that's something I'm 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 very content with. I say that's, that's awesome. Uh, that's a whole lot better than being down 70% on your whole portfolio because you bought Roblox and whatever the case was, right? And, and this is, again, what goes back in my mind now is it, it's way overused, but investing is a marathon, not a sprint. Mm -hmm. And literally we're a year into this challenge, right? And so we're, we're seeing the divergence between the best performers and the, and the poorest performers. Mm -hmm. We check back in in 10 years and that band will really, really have narrowed. Um, you know, you'll have some some top performers, but uh, yeah. So this is kind of a it's it's been a good exercise so far. Uh, look, you know, click the clock over to the second year and yeah. I'll be honest, like with the timing of these ones, I know we were kind of set on doing them every single month, and then I just I don't know if you see the comments, Dad, but I just I find people being so demanding, saying where's the update, where's the update, <laughs> and it makes me not want to do the updates. Yeah. Um, I haven't gotten to that point yet, but yeah, I mean, we did have people asking for weekly updates and yeah, that's that's pretty tough. And it, I would say it's also possibly counterproductive because generally, you know, we're, we're not managing this portfolio and I mean, there's some weeks where we'll make trades regularly depending what the markets are doing, but we're not gonna make a trade every week 
Just because. Just because. Yeah. So realistically, managing a portfolio, in in most cases, you're not you know studying it every day and, and making these calls. So. Mm-hmm. And on that topic of yeah. trades, if you're one of those people that's so demanding, and if you're somebody that just needs to know every little thing. Well, we do have our Investing Academy. It's down below. And these trade calls that we make for these portfolios, along with my personal trades, like my per- my TFSA, my RSP, my cash account, these all get included uh, in there. for students. As they happen. Like as they happen live, <laughs> yeah. the shares, the number of trades. So um, that's one way if you do want to really follow along and basically be on the dot when it happens. And again, that's just one snippet of what you get as part of the Academy. Mm-hmm. But um Again, that, that's always an option down below, but we will continue to do these when we have the chance and when we have time, like probably monthly still, but um, it just it just depends. Yeah, that's the goal is to do them and just go along on the ride and, and learn from learn from the experience. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. not going to change. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, maybe we'll wrap it up there. I'll probably post this over on the weekend, so I hope you guys are all having a good weekend. Wherever you may be. Wherever you may be. <laughs> It's certainly a beautiful day here in the West Coast. Yeah, well, it was cloudy. It was it was rainy and cloudy, and then I went to go take Bailey out, and as soon as we got in the car, it got sunny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> magic, crazy. Sounds good. All right, Brandon. I guess that kind of brings us up to date. I think so. Well, thank you guys for watching. I have, if you have not already dropped a thumbs up, please do. If you're not already subscribed, please subscribe. As always, our Investing Academy is down below, and I hope you guys enjoyed this review.